Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hello everyone and welcome to The Bubbling Adventure, a podcast all about kids and how positive education and conscious parenting can impact their entire life as well as society. I am your host, Julie, and each Thursday, we are having conversations with guests on different themes, and our aim is to have open discussions, share different points of view, and learn in a non-judgmental way. In today's episode, Jill shares her take on trying to be the best parent. We talk about dealing with everyone's opinions, not feeling ready for pregnancy, dealing with intrusive thoughts, adjusting to parenthood, setting your kids up for success, and she also shares a funny story on how her daughter fired her once. Together, we ask ourselves the common question, can you really prepare for parenthood? As always, thank you so much for listening. Make sure to subscribe if you haven't already. You can also write a review if you're listening from Apple Podcasts. Click on the 5-star button on Spotify and join us on Instagram at The Bubbling Adventure for daily positive education content. But without further ado, let's begin! Cette chanson. Maman, papa, maman, papa. Hi, Jill. How are you today? I'm so good. How are you? Very well. Thank you. Could you please introduce yourself to the audience? Yes. My name is Jill Devine, and I am from the good old Midwest the wonderful city of St. Louis in Missouri. And I am a podcast host as well. I have a podcast called Two Kids and a Career and uh, really best known for being a radio personality in this market for over 20 years. And then that came to an end December, 2019. Um, but one of the things that I had started when I was at the radio station was the podcast. And so then uh, I was able to take that and create a business and be an entrepreneur with Jill Divine Media. And really that is all about the digital space. I'm sure you can understand what that's about, but um, yeah, it's just been, it's been a crazy few years. Like it has for <laughs> so many people. 
Yes, I can imagine. And so you, I imagine, because your your podcast is called, you know, Two Kids, uh, that you had your kids before. So when you were still working for the yes. radio station. Yeah, so I have uh, two daughters. They are five and three. Mm. And so when I was on maternity leave with my first daughter, there were all these different kind of thoughts that went through my head that, I mean, everybody has an opinion when you're pregnant and everybody has advice that they want to give you. And most of it's unsolicited. And most of it though, is the whole, you're not going to have any money anymore. You're not going to have time for yourself. You're going to lose sleep. But there were these thoughts that came to my mind or things that I just, I didn't feel prepared for at all. And I was thinking, why is no one talking about this? And so then I kind of like thought about that and then didn't really do anything like any action items, so to speak. Well, then being on the radio, I know podcasting isn't new by any means right now, but it is still a fairly new concept in regard to, you know, advertising and how you get it out there. So at that point, it was probably like 2017, 2018, the radio station that I had worked for the company, they were really starting to get big into how do we expand beyond just radio in the digital market and podcasting was a fairly new concept. And I started doing some more research into podcasting and I started just trying to figure out what it was that was on my heart that I wanted to do with podcasting, but had no clue. And then we, I got pregnant, um, 2018. And when I was pregnant, I knew I was like, okay, I know what this is. I know what I want to do. I want to take those thoughts that I was having on my maternity leave with my first daughter And I want to turn that into a podcast. I want to start having conversations. And so I had went to my boss at the time and I had said, I want to start a podcast. And he said, I think that that's perfect. He said, but you have to wait till you get back from maternity leave because you can't start a podcast and then not be available for three Mm. months. You know, you, you want to keep it going. So that is the whole reason why I have a podcast is because of my daughters and because I was still am a career woman that it was just like, wait a minute, I have something to say, or somebody else has something to say. Um, so it's kind of morphed into this beautiful collaboration of sorts where I am having experts on to talk about different parenting advice, but I'm also having women like me who just want to talk, just want to have a conversation. And so like, I get that a lot, like, oh, what kind of guests exactly do you have? And when I say I have this, you know, big, huge melting pot of guests, some people like that and some don't, but what I aim for is every single episode provides at least one takeaway for the listener. Yeah. Whether you're a mom or not. Um, obviously I talk a lot about kids stuff because I'm a mom, but 
I also have my other side. I I'm a, a mm-hmm. career woman. I'm a wife, you know, so lots of stuff. <laughs> yeah. This is very interesting. And so you mentioned that you had a lot of thoughts during your first pregnancy and a lot of questions. Would you mind sharing what some of these were? Because I'm sure a lot of people would be in the same boat. Yeah. And it's hard too, because when you start to talk about these things, you do worry that people are judging you. And that's where Mm -hmm. I said, I have to break that down because if there is one person who had this exact same thought, I want her to know she's not alone. So my husband and I, before kids, we had an English bulldog and her name was Apple and she was our baby. I I mean, I never really thought that I wanted to be a mom. Um, It just was never, you know, some women, they know that that's what they want to do. They know they want to, they want to have kids and, and that just was never it, was, it, it just was on the back burner. It was not anything that I ever really thought of. So this dog was our kid. She, I don't know. It was, it, we were those crazy dog people for sure. <laughs> and so I remember rocking my newborn and looking over and seeing Apple on the bed. And she just looked so sad. Like she just, like her world just got rocked. And I thought to myself, I did not at that moment want to be holding my daughter. I wanted to give my dog comfort. And sometimes when you say that out loud, you're like, that is so weird. And so, so anyway, I was having that thought and I had texted a girlfriend about it who was in the exact same situation as me. And she never responded. And I thought, I'm a horrible mom. I wanted to put my daughter down to go pet my dog who, I mean, it's a dog, you know, but I, I, but she was more than a dog to us. And I don't think that the woman who did not text me back has any idea, like, she was in the same situation. She had a newborn. She's busy. She probably overlooked it, whatever. But that just triggered all these different thoughts that I was alone in my thoughts and my feelings that again, I was a bad mom and, um, I didn't have anybody to help me or reinforce that I, I was normal, um, until I went back to work and I brought this cause it still was hurting me. I brought this conversation up to a coworker and she was like, there's nothing wrong with that. And that was, then I, and I had said to her, I go, well, then how come nobody's talking about these things? Um, you know, you hear a lot too, that it's okay. If you don't instantly fall in love with your child, the minute that they are born. And I know that I, when somebody said that to me, I was like, that is crazy. It's a human being but every situation is different. And like, oh yeah. So that, that was the catalyst to make me say, I want to talk about more things and more conversations and not feel isolated. Yeah, that's great. But also obviously like your body changes, you have the hormones, you're tired, you're, and I think some people 
don't understand the difference between having a thought and you know like you can't really control your thoughts sometimes but it's like if it's becoming a problem then definitely talk to someone and and whatever but like it's normal sometimes to have thoughts and be like why did I even think that you know like it's it's fair (laughs) yes acknowledge them and then yes Mm -hmm. 100% yeah but if they're becoming too present or too you know powerful then I think it's also good to just go talk to someone a friend a, a therapist or something and not let yourself suffer if you think it's it's really bothering you but in general we all have thoughts sometimes you're you wonder where they come from but yes I guess it's a bit like in meditation like let them flow and it's fine but so how did you for example research at the beginning for to be able to help people or open the conversation or something like did you do some research for yourself first when you were expecting your first kid so I'm one of those I hope I answer this question the way that you're thinking because immediately I think about how I'm like that type a gold star student so I read all the books I read all the articles I read all the blogs and so of course with my first, I did, I read, I read all the books. I read the different things to be on the lookout for, you know, just little, little things. And I, I got some slack from a lot of people for it. They're like, okay, you know, you, you don't know until you're in the situation. I'm like, exactly. However, the more I can prepare myself, the better. And so here's a great example is that in the books I was reading, you know, to prepare, I did not even read the section on C-sections because nobody I knew had had the C-section and I just, it just wasn't in whatever. I skipped over that. Well, with my first daughter, I was in an emergency situation where I had to have an emergency C-section. And I remember that my, I I think it was either the nurse or the doctor. They had said that. And I was like, I didn't read that part in the book. And and at the time I was serious, but now I can laugh. Like, of course I said that out loud. Like anybody that knows me was be like, yes, that's of course what she said, but I just had to trust and I had to be there with just me and the doctor. Like, she told me what to expect. I was in there with her. So while I did as much as I could to prepare, I also, you know, had some, just the unexpected thrown at me. And I think that it is easy to go down rabbit holes when you're a new mom and to start researching this sleep patterns and methods and this and that and all that and you get overwhelmed and you have to do what's best for you and follow your gut and um but I don't think that there's anything wrong with being prepared either so I don't know if that really (laughs) answers your question I am not a fly by the seat kind of gal I mean I'm, I'm doing some research 
Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is plush care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Yeah, no, it's very interesting. And that's also a question that I get a lot is like, can you really prepare for motherhood or parenthood? And yes and no. (laughs) And and it's a bit like, so in my opinion, I feel like if you know about certain things or, you know, so my podcast is really about conscious parenting and positive education and so on. So if you know what it is, you're more likely to use it than if you go completely blind into the situation. But obviously, there's no guide that is going to be perfectly suited for you and your kid. And, and you know, on your day-to-day, everything changes and, and you don't know because each, each person is different and parents and everything is completely different. But I think that sometimes if you, if you heard something then it's going to ring a bell and you're going to be like, all right, maybe I can try this. Or, you know, I'm not the only one because I heard someone talk about it and whatever. So yes and no. Right. There's no manual. There is definitely, I mean, people think there are lots of manuals, but I would say guidelines. I don't know. Um, You know, when you were mentioning that and just talking, it, it made me think of, something currently that we are going through as parents and, you know, both of our daughters, well, they're completely different Mm -hmm. and we cannot parent them the same. And that's been difficult because it doesn't, it, it, there are individuals that do believe that you just, you're the parent and you do it the same, just, and that's what works for them. But for us, I have been trying to dive deeper into how you do parent kids with different feelings, emotions, you know, because 
I had a psychoanalyst on one time and she said this to me and I was kind of like taken back, but she said, each of your kids have the same biological mom and father. So yes, both of my kids, they're same biological mom and father, but they have different parents. Mm. I said, well, what do you mean? And she said, you don't necessarily know that you're parenting one different than the other. And it comes from things like the way you were raised or your personality or personality or the way he was raised. And it really is true. I probably, not probably, I parent my girls differently, not knowingly, if that makes sense. Mm. So I'm trying to do a better job of parenting differently to achieve the best goals for them. Right. This is very interesting. And I guess also from the first one to the second one, you probably learned a lot and you gain confidence and, you know, there's a few things that must have, have, you know, come back quite automatic on the second one compared to the first one. I think there's probably definitely a difference in there as well. Yeah, because they have different personalities. And I think this is something that they get at school anyway, you know, having to conform like one teacher, one size fits all, and you just have to follow the crowd. So I think it's good that, you know, realizing that you also have more flexibility at home and maybe co-parenting with them as well as in like, you know, seeing what works best for them and how they're more receptive they're maybe a bit young. I don't know. What what are your thoughts on that? Yeah, they are so young that it's, Mm -hmm. but I think that that's part of my concern too, is I don't want to screw them up. I always joke around Mm -hmm. about that. I'm like, I don't want to be the one to send them to therapy. Um, Maybe I will. I, I mean, I can only do so much Um, but I think that the fact that I am trying consciously, consciously to be the best parent I can and to meet their needs and to sometimes I I get slack because I do try to really tap into like that psychological part and understanding where they're coming from at the age of three and five. I've said this many times um, with different episodes uh, and different guests that each generation, and this is nothing against my father, but he was definitely more hands-off when I was Mm -hmm. little. And I look at my husband and he's completely opposite, but I think that that's changing. And so then even for my grandfather, parenting my dad, even more hands-off. So I think that there's this, we're, we're learning Mm -hmm. and we're learning that our kids at a very young age, they are human beings and they should be talked to and with as human beings. And it's not just a parenting role in my perspective and my opinion, like, because I'm your mom or dad, this is the way it is. Yes, Mm -hmm. there are rules. And yes, there are 
certain things that are non-negotiables, but I'm going to sit down with my three and my five-year-old and I'm going to tell them what makes me sad. And I'm going to ask them what makes them sad. And even if it's the most ridiculous thing that doesn't make any kind of sense, it's getting them to talk. And so, yeah, I just want to set them up for success. <laughs> of course, of course. And don't worry, I'm the one who sent my mom to therapy. So, <laughs> there's, you know, it's in both ways. There's, you know, but yeah, I mean, I think anyway, I guess if they go to therapy, whatever the reason for, I think it's already good. Yeah, I mean? therapy already- is a good thing. It really is. I just don't want them to be like, oh, it's on my mom, but whatever. You're going to get help. That's the most important thing. No, but also, I mean, there are some things that you like you're not even able to control, like the attachment style or, you know, like there's so many, so many little things that we miss from one to another and you can do your best. But eventually it's I know it's it's always hard as well, because obviously you want to set them up for success. And at the same time, you want them to be strong enough to you know live the real life and you don't want to like overprotect them but at the same time you don't want to be the one so it's it's pretty uh, a riddle and that's something that my mom was always telling me is like I don't know and that's fine I think yeah it's it's good like we we learned that adults don't necessarily have all the answers and I think this is important to know as well And I like that you're talking about your emotions because whatever it is, it's true because you're feeling it. So Mm -hmm. I think it's, it's great to show them that as well. Yeah. You can't hide it and you want, because when you do hide it, then they're learning to hide it and Mm -hmm. they are, they're sponges. They're taking every little thing. They're soaking it up. And so to be able to freely talk about it, to freely talk about what you're feeling it really is it's kind of freeing and it it does it does help yeah for sure plus I mean I think it must be cute little moments where you know you're having your little talk and and learning from your days and so on I think it's very positive and as well for their relationship as sisters yeah we did It wasn't funny yesterday, but we had a (laughs) major moment and the youngest, we were talking, we we had a talk to talk about how it made me feel. And, and she, she had said, and she said this when she was mad, she had said, and I'm going to fire you. And, you know, at the moment I thought I was not, it wasn't funny, but when she was sitting down and we were having this conversation, she's like, you know, I love you. And I promise I I won't fire you ever again, mommy. (laughs) And I had to keep the straight face on like, well, thank you. I don't, it hurts my feelings when you fire me. But then I go to my husband and I was like, oh, I just wanted to laugh so hard because she, she, she knows like firing me is a bad thing. And, but she also said she's going to fire me. Like, it's so, so ridiculous, but yet so hilarious too <laughs> yeah it's like you wish you wish right. you cannot. <laughs> right. I want to fire you <laughs> nah that's very cute I mean yeah not in the moment of course right but it's funny but that later. yeah I mean they kind of like they they pick up 
from stuff you know that they see from God's <laughs> no like he knows where and then they just like try to yeah. use it and so on it's um it's funny but yeah is there any last advice that you would like to share you know it's easy to say and, and this I feel like this is my go-to and somebody to say everything's going to be okay because it doesn't feel like it in the minute mm-hmm. or in the moment, but everything will be okay. The other piece of advice that I would like to add is to find your community. I'm not great at this. I need to be better, but loneliness is very, very hard. It can mess with your mind a lot. You reach out, whether that is a text or a phone call or, and you just think, oh, they're, the person's going to judge me or they're going to make fun of me. No, you'd be surprised at how much that can help someone else. So don't be afraid to do that. Just find your community or just rely on your community. Just lean in. Don't, don't have too much pride. You just get that community because Mm-hmm. Like I said, that time when I just felt so isolated, I had nothing. I mean, it really did a number on my emotions. So when you have somebody to talk to, that's definitely huge. Whether it's therapist, best friend, coworker, whatever, doesn't even have to be somebody that you're super, super close with, but just get a community, get someone that you have on speed dial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And someone who's not going to judge you. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's important because <laughs> it could be, it could backfire, but no, it's yeah. fine. Most, most like, you, you know, your people, you know, who to reach out to. And yeah, I guess it's very good. And there's also now a lot of groups. If you go to prenatal, you know, like gym class or like the delivery yes. exercises, I don't know what it's called. And uh, yeah, like there are so many groups as well where, people like you are looking for friends so I think it's good to to use that and sometimes you have to be that first person who reaches out and is brave and say hi yes exactly (laughs) which I'm still learning to do (laughs) yeah never easy but just do it exactly well that was very very useful Jill thank you so much for sharing everything obviously we will link all of Jill's link in the description box so everybody can click and go have a look at her amazing work but thank you so so much for your time oh thank you for inviting me on I really appreciate what you're doing to help get the word out and just have conversations so thank you thank you so much for listening Feel free to share if you think it might be helpful to someone you know. If you enjoyed this episode, then please make sure to write a review if you're listening on Apple Podcasts and subscribe if you haven't already. That's it for me. See you soon with the next episode. And in the meantime, have a lovely day. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.